the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the business savvy singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need. And Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Welcome to Season 2 of the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. This season, not only will we be hearing from singers, we will also be hearing from professionals providing support services to singers. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. I am very excited today. I have a longtime friend with me. Her name is Yvonne Gage. Yvonne and I met many years ago. We won't say how many. And uh, uh, we were doing a wonderful show by the name of Beehive together at the Briar Street Theater in Chicago. And the show ran for quite a long time. And it was just, yeah, it was just a fabulous show. <clears throat> and Yvonne was the understudy. I was playing the Diana Ross role. Yvonne was the understudy. And the reason that Yvonne was the understudy was because she could go from Diana Ross to Aretha Franklin in a heartbeat. I mean, she was so, so skilled and so talented and had such a great voice. And uh, so it was just, it was really, it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I'm so excited to have her with us today. We're going to talk a little bit more about Beehive. I don't know if you guys know about Beehive, but it was a show, um, actually, I've seen it fairly recently in Orlando, Florida. Um, but it's a show about the the female singers of the 1960s. And everybody wears a Beehive wig, and these very, very tall hairdos. And it's just a fun show. And I saw it recently uh, in Orlando at the Winter Park uh, Theater. So it's still around. Uh, so I'm going to stop talking without further ado. I want to welcome Yvonne Gage to the podcast. Hi, Yvonne. Thanks for being with me today. Hey, Greta. Thanks so much for having me here. Absolutely. I'm so excited. It's so good to see you. You know, we are recording on Zoom, and so I'm able to see Yvonne, and she looks beautiful as always. Uh, and she, you know, we'll talk about this also a little bit later, but she has a new album out. And the picture on the front is just the bomb. She's a beautiful woman. So I'm so excited to have you with us, Yvonne. So I want you to tell me how you got started in music at, at the, the very beginnings. The very beginning. Uh, my whole life, um, I knew that I was a singer that at a very young age. But my first, um, and, 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 and in my home, you know, my life consisted of just music all day long, listening oh. to music all day long. I opted to 
be in the house with music as opposed to being outside. Wow. And my tastes were all over the map, but I loved as much as my um, career is kind of anchored in R&B. Really, I love jazz more than anything. Uh-huh. And, and, and it's still that way today. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, 14 years old, I did my first club date. Oh, I wow. did my first club date. And I don't know how many people out there know who Sam Chapman is. Oh, yeah. He's the, the, he, yeah, he is the, the, the best DJ ever. <laughs> um, Sam Chapman, I joined a, a, a vocal group called the Solettes. Later on, they evolved into other groups and had their own hits and things. But I joined that group. I was the youngest person in the group and not old enough to be in a club. Yes, I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So so Sam Chapman said, well, I will allow you to do this one show if your parents come with you. Mm -hmm. But my parents came with me. And that was my first. And you know, Greta, once you get that, once that bug gets you. That's right. No turning back. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So I went on, um, I sang in church. Uh, not a gospel singer, but I came up in a Catholic church mm-hmm. and later and later, I would say in around the 60, late sixties, early seventies, they started introducing gospel music. And so that was where I first uh-huh. learned, you know, how to do a little bit of gospel. Yeah. So then, um, I, but I was signed to, I'm fast forwarding. Okay. I fast forwarding. <laughs> I, I, um, I was signed in 1981 to Atlantic Records, and I had my first single, which was a dance single called "Garden of Eve." Wow! And it was it was it was bittersweet in that I that, that wasn't the, the route that I was trying to go. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to do something jazzy, smooth jazzy, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I ended up in dance music, and I must say that I'm thankful to this day to my fans in France, England, Amsterdam, Japan, places like that, because my music is still alive and, wow. and loved there today. How many years, what, 40, some 40 wow. years later, most of 40 years later. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I, and I ventured off. I've done a, I've, I was in a rock band, a couple of rock bands. I was in ministry. If anybody who knows Alan Jorgensen in ministry, mm-hmm. I toured in that band. And, uh, for, 40 or 35 years, I did jingles. Wow. Everything that you could name, everything, you know, at one point <laughs> in time, Chicago was kind of the capital. Yes, it was. Yes, jingles, it was. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And but... I know I a lot of stuff, but I'm just, yeah. I don't want to bore the people. That, I don't want to bore the people. <laughs> I don't think anybody would be bored. Yeah, jingles were, Chicago was the mecca for jingles. Yes. And a lot of people did them. I did a lot of them as well. It is so exciting. And it, you know, it was just, it was a viable way of working at that time. Greta, I actually got stuck doing jingles because mm-hmm. I loved doing it so much. It was so fruitful that I put everything else yep. on hold. Mm-hmm. So I had come, once they failed for me, I had to play catch up yeah. and get back to yeah. where I came from. Yeah. But, um. I did have a, a short stint with with theater, which is where I met you, Greta. <laughs> yeah, which, which is 
one of the things that I'm so grateful for because you are amazing. I admire you so much. Oh, thank you, Yvonne. That's really. so nice. And, and after I did um, Beehive, then I did uh, Dream Girls at the Candlelight Theater. Wonderful. Wonderful. That is so exciting. Yeah. That theater life, that theater life, though I enjoyed it and though it like really puts you on point vocally. Yeah. That's a that's another kind of life. Yes, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. I don't know. People think, you know, singing is singing, but all the all these little different pockets of the kinds of things you're doing, even if you're singing the same style of music. There are so many pockets with the theater and the studio work and the live performing and the touring and just all of those things. You know, it's they're they're very different and and nice options for singers. Yes, and I'm I'm so grateful. I am so am I am I where I imagined myself to be? No, but am I very happy and very hopeful? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yes. Yes, I am. That's wonderful. And you've been able to make a living at it. You know, and at the end of the day, that's what we all want. Yes, if you can be Beyonce, wonderful. That You know, my, <laughs> my hat is off to you. But the average singer is not going to have that modicum of success. And a lot of people give up. They go and yes. get a job as a secretary or as a something else. Um, so it's, you know, it's there's a lot to be said for having been able to make a living all of these years doing what you love. That is, that's fantastic. It, it is. And sometimes when I think about it, you know, and I think about some of the, some other singers, even Chicago singers, mm-hmm. who are super talented. We have a lot of talent yes, in Chicago. Do. Chicago's huge. Um, I, I've, you know, I, I just, it's humbling. Mm-hmm. It's humbling to have done all of these things and mm-hmm. still, I think the best is yet to come. Yep. I'm, at least I'm open for it. Yes. I think so too for you, Yvonne. I think the best is yet to come. And I love this this new album that you've done. Tell us about it. Tell us what's on it. How did you come to do it or find the material or, you know, where does the material come from, et cetera? Okay. So this is my... My second, my this is my third album. My first album was on um, CIM CBS Records, mm-hmm. and it was um, didn't do anything here in in the states, but did well overseas. Mm-hmm. The second album was self produced album, which never you know wasn't signed. I just put it out there. Mm-hmm. This album, I just one day I was like, okay, I need to work. Mm-hmm. In order to work. You have to have a calling card. That's right. So I got to go in the studio. So I'm going to go in the studio. I'm going to do things that I, that speaks to my heart. Mm -hmm. So I went in the studio. I recorded two songs because you know, you have to have a budget in order to do that. You got to call favors. I started calling in favors. I did these two songs. I was very happy with them. Uh, One being light my, light my fire, which was the first single off of this album. Mm -hmm. And I, I ran into an old friend who was actually um, the owner of, of uh, the labels CIM, which is Chicago International Music. Oh. And I just gave it to I just, Maurice White, Maurice Glenn White, not to yes. be mistaken with Maurice White of Earth and Fire. Right. Uh, his father is, was Granville White. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I gave it to him because I ran into him and he fell in love with with it wow. and so he he budgeted everything for me oh how nice and in the, 
And then in the midst of all of that, we was like, hey, let's launch this, this, this label. So we now have GMG1, which is Granville Music, the Granville Music Group. Um, and then this album is distributed by Virgin Records. Wow. I, it's like, I put it out there and, and the, the ball just started rolling. That is the blessing, so wonderful. The blessings started coming. Yeah. So, so then I was like, okay, you got to write some stuff because these two songs were written by other people. Mm-hmm. So I started writing some things. We brought in a young producer because we got to stay, we got to keep it fresh. Yeah, got to keep current. Gotta, I don't, yeah, I don't care how talented I may think I am or I, my producer who, my, who is the incomparable Mike Logan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we brought in a young producer named Portland Jabrader from Atlanta and we put the, we mixed two wow. worlds together and it's very apparent in this uh, this album. It's a combination of uh, R&B, old school R&B, mm-hmm. uh, mixed with new, new school R&B, mixed with jazz. Wow. Well, I cannot wait to hear it. And we're going to put it in our show notes where people can get it and, and so mm-hmm. forth so that they, oh, can, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So they can buy it. That is so, <laughs> it's so exciting. And you're absolutely right. You have to keep current. You have to keep current. You know, because yes. I think... What we as more experienced singers bring, I think that is very valuable. But there are new things now going on. So we have to have to keep current. So that was very insightful of you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you've got some original it, things on there. It, it, I was fortunate in finding this wow. in this young man too, because I think young and old young and old, new worlds don't always well, see eye to eye. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So this this young man, not only is he talented, but his parents are about my age. Oh. So he's he knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. So very just all all the all the things these things came together the way that they should come together. That's so wonderful. And that means that it's going to do very well. Yes. yes. It's gonna do yes. well. We're gonna keep it yes. up. It's gonna do well. Yes. That's fantastic. So if you were able to, I am going to clear my throat because as I was telling you, I had a cup of coffee with cream right before we started this interview, which was not a good idea. So for singers, I will tell you, cream, chocolate, all of those things, don't do it before you sing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, But uh, I I want to ask you what you, um, what you would tell young singers coming along uh, through your experience, what would you tell them about the business and how to navigate it and how to have some success? Well, I think the first thing that I would say is if you don't have, you you need a support system. You need someone who believes in you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're living in a household. You may be even living in a household where Somebody has something else in mind for you. Mm-hmm. Follow your dreams. Do not allow someone to deter you and, and tell you, oh, I think you should become a nurse. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Go follow your dreams. Be prepared. Learn to read music. I, I never learned to read music well enough to, to be a teacher. Um, but 
I was fortunate enough to still be able to be a vocal coach in a university for years, which is something that I never thought I'd be able to do. Um, Taking as much music as possible because all of these are going to be tools for you mm-hmm. in the future. What a jingle is not happening, or mm-hmm. this is not happening. So always prepared. You know, never feel like you're so much better than this person over over there that you can't learn something from that person. Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned. I've, I, I, I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> um, and uh, meet social media which is something that I know very little about. Own your skills in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stay in music. Stay in vocal lessons if, if, if you're a singer. You know, listen to other people. Listen to other musicians. Take in all of it. Study other singers. Mm-hmm. Listen. Absorb. And, um, and have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, that's great advice. It's great advice. There's just so much you know people think well i want to be a singer and a lot of times people think it's easy you know it looks easy because we're trained to make it look easy when we're on stage but it's not easy there's nothing about it that's easy you know you right and do- I, I know that music is different to different things to different people mm-hmm. and i think i think that it's i think that you and i probably share this music is my therapy mm-hmm. music is my therapy yeah Mind you know, you. whether whether I'm performing or whether I am sitting in my living room just mm-hmm. taking it in, it mm-hmm. can make everything all right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It can make everything all right. And what a, a, a pleasure and a privilege it is for music to be your therapy and you're able to make music. Yes. You know, a lot for of people. Years. Yeah, a lot of people, it's therapy. They're listening to it and they love it. And we listen to it and love it too, but to be able to make it and to, uh, you know, to share our thoughts and our feelings and our soul with our audiences. I mean, that there's nothing better. There's nothing better. There's nothing better. And for, for longevity in this business, and this is why I believe that I have been doing this for as long as I have and for, and you as well mm-hmm. is be as versatile as possible. Mm-hmm. Learn as much as you can learn. Learn as many styles as you can learn. Yes. I, you, know, you might hate country and Western. Find something about that that you like. That's you know, right. Take out all of this. All of these things are what help you to create your style. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to be a cookie cutter singer or, you know, a, or musician. Right. Be as versatile as possible. That's right. That's really, really, really important because what, you know, as my mother used to say, if you have many irons in the fire, one of them is sure to be hot at all times. And it's so true. You know, you were talking about country, you know, maybe what you normally do is not happening at the moment, but this band calls you to do something else. You know, maybe a country set, you know, it's like, okay, I can do that. So that is very important. Yep. There is... There, there are so many things that I want to do. I hope that I get to do them. Yes. I, I want so much to learn to sing in Portuguese. Ah. Not, not just to emula- imitate or emulate, mm-hmm. but to actually be able to, to be able to do it. Or recognize the way that you do, Brenda. <laughs> well, but you know, I've spent a lot of time um, learning to sing in different languages. For one thing, I, I think I just love 
the idea of culture and, you know, the other languages, the sound of it. And, and I really do believe that if you, you know, if anyone can experience the food and the music of a culture, you fall in love with that culture. Because that's what the culture is, the food and the music. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like I have I travel to France a lot because I have some really cool fans there. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad when I go there mm-hmm. and they want so much for me to speak French and yeah. I cannot. Um, that if I say one word, if I learn one word, they appreciate it so oh, much. Yeah, because you're making an effort. That's what yes. you should take some French lessons. I know I you should. should. I, I've got, I've got, I have a bucket list. Yeah, I know. So, I know. I do too. List. And that French speaking French is on my bucket list. And I am currently taking French lessons and getting better all the time. I've always sung in French, but I didn't speak it. So I would go there and sing and people would rush up to me after and start talking to me in French, but I, you know, but I wasn't I able to speak it. Yeah. So I just have really, you know, I, I, that's on my bucket list. I thought I am going to become fluent in French before it is all over. So, so far, how difficult is it? It's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. But, you know, like with um, any language, it's, you know, it's, it's challenging to learn another language, but it certainly does give you an appreciation for people from other countries that come here and they're able to speak English, that they're able to learn English, because English is a difficult language to learn. You think so? Oh, you yes. think so? For, for non-native English speakers? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have a couple of things that I just, I believe, too. I have a couple of songs that I sing. I have a one Russian song mm-hmm. that I learned, because mm-hmm. I was singing at a Russian restaurant mm-hmm. many years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, Besame Mucha. Yes. That's about it. Yeah. But I, I want... I want an arsenal of yeah. things like that. Well, just work at it. Work at yeah. it. You'll you'll be able to to do it. You know, I'm I'm singing like eleven languages, and and it's so wonderful because when you are traveling, you know, and you find out people are from this place or that place or whatever, and you sing something that they know and from their country, they love it. They love it, and it and it's such a nice uh, way of connecting with people. Yes. I wish that. Um, I won't say all of America, but I wish that this country would embrace um, talent artists the way that they do still in Europe. Yeah, yeah, it's, I agree. You know, but I, I, th- I think here we have so many options of styles and all of these things. We have so many everything here, you know, which is a wonderful thing. But but I think it kind of makes people a little um, divided in terms of their interests, where I think in other countries, you know, American music is just, it's the best for them. They love it. It is. But, but when I think about radio support and the support that you need, that an artist needs, yeah. that you can't get here. And I know this to yeah. be true. You're right. Because I've, I've been in it yeah entrenched in those situations with labels things like that you know trying to get airplay and mm-hmm. all that i wish that they would not make age such a factor yeah but the the other side of that is i have i have no intention of just being yvonne gage the singer uh, very soon i'm going to be 
producing uh, an artist, oh. a super talented artist. So that's yes. fantastic. Yes. Yeah, good for you. To that. Good for you. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yes. Reinvent yourself. Do what you love. That is yes. so important. It's so important. Well, Yvonne, are there any other things you'd like to tell us about or share with us any other things that you're doing? No, that's about it. I just want to, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, I'm not going to even say I'm hoping. I'm looking forward to um, a tour Okay. Uh, with this album. I'm Good. looking forward to a tour. There is talk of that. And Good. so I'm working on me. I'm working on Good. being the best me that I can be for those tours so I can be the talk of the town. That's right. That's right. That's what it's about. Well, I am sure you will be the talk of the town. You are just a dear. Thank you so much for joining us. I love you, love you, love you. Love you too. (laughs) Okay. Take care. (laughs) See you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Good news. We're partnering. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is delighted to be included in the NatsCast network. NatsCast is the official podcast network of the National Association of Teachers of Singing. It's an honor to be part of this community and have the opportunity to provide encouragement, education, and entertainment to singers everywhere. Singers, have you ever wanted to improve your sight reading skills? Do you want to hear harmonies better and sing them more easily? Would you like to be able to improvise and sing more styles of music? Donovan Mixon's performance ear training can help you with all of these things. Donovan has been a faculty member at Berklee College of Music and is an expert in this field. Doesn't matter where you live, classes are offered online. Visit donmixon.com. Check out our show notes for more info. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at GretaPope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.